Welcome along. This is James Watt. Uh, this is James Watt in conversation. Show talk with uh, Billy Joel Songbook or Elio Pace to be more precise. We're going to find out all about it. If you don't know anything about Elio, well, you're going to love this conversation. And if you do, you can always subscribe away and contact uh, the show as well uh, at James Watt UK on Twitter and Instagram is the best way. Uh, anyway, uh, here we go. This is what happened now. Billy Joel Songbook uh, is currently on tour, coming to the back end of the first part of the tour right now. Uh, and this was going to be on the radio a couple of weeks ago, but uh, uh, because of events, uh, got delayed. Uh, anyway, Elio still out there doing the thing and he's back again later in the year with the Billy Joel songbook and also in the autumn uh, with another uh, show as well uh, all about Billy Joel anyway check out eliopace.com for all the details meanwhile why don't we have a listen to what happened when Watty met Elio here we go now, uh, if you want a top night out, you need to get yourself to Elio Place playing the Billy Joel songbook. I have seen the show and so I said to Elio you've got to come on the show. How you doing Elio? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me on your show. I'm thrilled to talk to you again, James. Lovely to be here. You came in the studio actually here at Oxford, uh, like BC before COVID, uh, and we had when I, was <laughs> doing, right. when I was doing the afternoon show, and it was great. So, we, so you've done, now here's the thing, uh, Elio Pace. You know, I know who you are, and you've been playing music, singing songs, writing songs forever. Uh, but not everybody will be aware of your fine work. Uh, so uh, I don't know if we can do a. Can we do a potted highlights of what you do? Um, I'm a I'm a singer. I'm a piano player. I'm a um, producer, singer, songwriter as well. I have been a professional musician for I don't know about 35 years now. Um, I've travelled all around, you know, the world playing. I've played. I've was uh, I, one of the best. That, the most wonderful things I ever did was be a musical director and featured artist for the great late Sir Terry Wogan on BBC Radio 2. Uh, when when my band was the house band for that, we had all these massive guests. I have toured in other people's bands. I've played for everybody from Shaking Stevens to to uh, to um, Albert Lee. I've played, you know, with Huey Lewis and uh, John Legend and, and all these people. I mean, I've, I've been really fortunate. I've had a great gig career as a gigging musician earning a living from music it's been i've been absolutely so lucky with with how things have fallen into place and as as a musician though you know it's up and down up and down up and down sometimes you're winning sometimes you're, you're down but you know it's if, if it's the only thing I can do well, James, so I just keep going. Well, and, uh, we, and, and to be honest, you're not too shabby on that piano um, because I've got I've, <laughs> I've got a keyboard. Uh, I came to see you, I don't know, three or four years ago somewhere, and um, it was a great show. And I thought, right, I'm going to get a keyboard now because how difficult can it be uh, to play the <laughs> play the piano? And it, it turns yeah. out it's quite difficult. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, and you yeah, make well, it look so easy. Yeah, you know, it's it's not like driving a car. I mean, driving a car is, is pretty difficult, you know, but once you've got it, it's really funny how your foot just, just you know, your feet just keep going. But to play the piano, um, and, and there are, you know, there's a, there's a lot to the piano, and everyone does it to different degrees. I, I fell into it, James. I just, you know, my mum and dad, 
both Italian, emigrated in the early 60s, left Naples and came to make England their home. And they brought music with them. So I grew up with music. It was it was part of our culture. It was when the pasta was cooking, there was music playing when the you know, when the television was on, uh, you know, or the radio was on, the records were on. It was always music. It was dancing in the house. So it's it's in me. My dad bought a piano for me when I was four years old. Um, my dad played the accordion. Uh, you know, and so it was just always there and I just sort of took to it. And and thankfully, I mean, you know what, uh, you know, I don't know whether there is a life or not after this, but if I ever come back, I'd want to do music all over again. I just I've seen all I've seen all the other jobs. Actually, do you know what? Radio DJ, radio yeah. broadcaster or video editor w- would be pretty high on the list. But no, being a musician is one of the most, um, you know, blessed lives, really, to, to standing on a stage and sing to thousands of people, sometimes millions of people, to make them happy uh, is just an honour. It's a privilege, and I, I would do it all over again. The Billy Joel songbook. You're not Billy Joel, are you, Elio? No, no. And I want to. And I, I want to make this really clear. I, I, I love a tribute band. I love going to watch somebody dressed up as Elvis or Freddie Mercury or whatever it is. But that's absolutely not what I do here. Um, I put a black suit on. I have a world-class band on stage. My band are incredible, and I mean incredible. My bass player has just finished a big two-month tour with Queen, Brian May and Adam Lambert. He's their bass player for 10 years. My sax player was with Tom Jones for 10 years and A.B. Winehouse before that. So I am really honest when I say they're world-class, my band. And I stand on stage. And we together perform about 30 Billy Joel songs. I tell you his story. There's no imitation. There's no trying to be Billy. I love the music more than anything. I declare proudly on every show, as I always do at every opportunity, that Billy Joel, to me, is the greatest singer-songwriter of all time. So I literally put my money where my mouth is all those years ago, about nine years ago, to start the Billy Joel songbook off. And now, fortunately, we have one of the biggest promoters in the world backing the show in Phil McIntyre. And um, they're bringing us to all these beautiful places like the new theatre in, in Oxford. So, yeah, it's an amazing party. I play all the great hits you, that, that you know. And then the last 20 minutes is one great big, great party <laughs> with all the big hits back to back. So, so, it's, how, fun, so, so it's, it's great. I've, I've been. It's, 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 a, it's a fantastic show. I've been. I'm going to come and see you again. Uh, that's for Thank sure. Uh, uh, but the thing is that how did it come about? How did when did you see, you know, you're sitting having your tea one day and thought uh, Billy Joel, well, he's got quite a lot of songs. Where, where did it come from? <laughs> right. I tell you where it came from. Back back in the middle of the 1980s. Um, I was 16 or 17 years old. I was at Sixth Form College. And I tell the story in the show, so I'm not going to spoil it for your listeners. But I basically accidentally tripped over Billy Joel's music. I, I, I found it by accident. I, um, uh, and I, I, again, I'm not going to tell the story, but you have to come to the show. I found it by accident. And it was an ac- a, a beautiful accident that changed my life completely. And it was at that point um, that, that I said, Right, you know what? This is unbelievable. And I went looking for all of his albums from mates at college. And I spent and I have spent the rest of my life being totally inspired by this guy's music. So um, about, well, I I tried throughout the 90s to try and get a theatre show together. Because if you think back to the 90s, 
there, there weren't there, there still isn't actually any real Billy Joel show out there in the world doing what we're doing touring a nation for massive tours and there certainly wasn't anything like that in the middle, in, in the 90s I tried and failed because a lot of theatres didn't know what to do with it Billy was still touring at the time um, and then luckily about nine years ago I said right I'm going to do this and it came off the back James of of me being asked by Billy Joel's original studio and touring band to go to America to front their reunion in 2013. So I went to New York and and co-fronted this reunion of Billy's original 1971-72 band. And that was when I went, right, this is it. I've got to get something going with Billy Joel here in this country. And that's when I put my money where my mouth is, found a booker, and the next thing I know, in 2014, we're on a 70-day tour, spreading the word. It's taken nine years, though, for the country to really start to know about this show properly in their thousands, which is what's happened. And as I say, thanks to Phil McIntyre. So it, it's been a long, long haul. I've enjoyed the ride because, of, you know, getting up every single night and singing my favourite songbook. What can you do but smile and be happy? Are I'm they, uh, surrounded by great, great people who, I, who supported I get the, me and had faith. I get the impression that uh, the Billy Joel songs aren't the easiest songs to actually play and, and sing because they're, they're quite complex, aren't they? They absolutely are, James. I mean, you know, I love a great Chuck Berry song. I love I love all that old rock and roll and stuff. But Billy, Billy infused classical music into his rock and roll songbook. And that's what makes the difference. Again, a whole section in the show where I talk about that because Billy was a classical musician. And the reason why his songs are so colorful and so difficult to play is because the guy's a classical composer who fell in love with rock and roll when he saw the Beatles in 1964 on American television. He was 15 years old and went into rock and roll, but dragged all this, all this classical music. It's not easy. The piano parts are not easy. The bass parts are not easy. The, the, the backing vocals are beautifully arranged. The strings are beautifully arranged. And the songs are so eclectic that even if you can master one style of, of, of rock and roll, you've got to have the other styles as well. So I just feel blessed. Honestly, I feel so lucky that I discovered this guy because he, he opened up my world of music and the way I play and the way I sing. And of course, even though I'm not trying to do an imitation of Billy Joel, I'm obviously going to be influenced by the way he sings. And I think that comes across and, um, it's it's I can't tell you how excited I am. Tell you what, I tell you these, what, these what you need to do, Elio, is be a little bit more excited about the whole thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best. James. Sorry, but it's one of those must-go shows. I really, I really enjoy it. I still think about. I've still got the CDs with it, and I still got it in my car. Uh, of the sh- of wow. the show, and I and and every wow. now and again I stick it on, and he, I, you've even done albums under your own name as well, uh, and even that yes. one's in the car as well, and goes on uh, from time to time as well. Well, that means the world to me, and you remember James, the first time we ever spoke, and you were one of the people that jumped on it, and I will never forget it, was when I released my own album of my own material. And you were right on it there and supported me there. So I can't thank you enough, James. I really appreciate it. And that CD, that Billy Joel CD you're talking about, there's a DVD that goes with it. And we won an award for that in America for best long form video of the Billy Joel songbook live DVD. So, you know, it's um, it's it, it's been quite a journey. And you certainly may have been a, a great support to me. So thank you. 
And then we have him, Elio Pace. Check out all the details at eliopace.com. That's Elio and P-A-C-E, if uh, uh, you have difficulty spelling his name. The Billy Joel Songbook. Search that out, and uh, the website's got all the details there. Uh, hey, this has been James Watt in Conversation. Show Talk, the podcast. Uh, subscribe away, because that's what you're meant to do on these kind of things, and it makes you a better person, uh, apparently. Uh, and we'd love to hear from you at James Watt UK uh, via Twitter and Instagram, or you can just work it out somehow i don't know send a carrier pigeon uh, and uh, thank you very much uh, thank you to uh, elio as well and we'll catch you next time around